and this is episode 10 of No Data Available, the Save Game podcast. I'm Jen, and I'm here with Tash. It's the two of us today. Just the two of us today. And we're episode 10, which means we're finally in double digits, so that's cool. Yes. I feel like we finally made it, yo. (laughs) This is going to be the best episode 10 of all the episode 10s that we're going to do. Of all of them. Exactly. The best one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about... um, well, it's July, so it's the end of July, so that means, like, the first half of the year, well, more than the first half of 2013 is over. Do the math, Jen. Yes, um, and there were a lot of games that came out from January to the end of July. There were. A lot of high-profile yes. games. And a lot of mm. games that seemed like they were going to be high-profile and then ended up kind of falling flat. And then there were there still others that I have never even heard of and have, have not played and and have no desire to. Well, there have, been, there have been a lot of games, well, I won't say a lot, a couple of games where people have just been playing them religiously, and I haven't because I don't understand them. So we're probably not going to talk about those games, but what we will talk about are the games that we've both played that we really enjoyed and the reasons that we enjoyed them. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the plan. We might end up talking about Mass Effect, as we usually do. But we're we're we'll not going to get off on a Mass Effect focus. tangent. I know that it's... it's... <sighs> we can go on a Mass Effect tangent, because they did release the last DLC. But I suppose, if we're going to be... We're going to be purists. You know, no, the game actually purists. came out in 2012, so we can't talk about it. At least not no. on this podcast. No, we'll talk about it. <laughs> we're going to be, we're we're gonna be like 50 years old... There's going to be no yeah. Mass Effect games that have come out in 20 years, and we're just going to be, like, talking about Mass Effect 3. I will be sitting there stroking my shepherd actually and <laughs> remembering the glory days. We're going to be... But will be like, there's, there's that weird, crazy girl still talking about that weird, weird video game. We're going to be crazy, sad, and pathetic, and I'm going to love every minute of it. Oh, so there you have it. Mass we did actually just go off on, like, a... Two-minute Mass Effect tangent. Yeah. So anyway, we should. Yeah, get back. we should totally get back to these games. I don't know if you can hear that. That's a siren. Very sorry. About They're looking that. for you. They're after you. You better hide. Oh my god. You should have just said that you were playing GTA 4 or something in the background, and then everybody would be like, "Oh, I totally understand." My name is Nico Bellic. <laughs> um, yes, because you can't play GTA as a female. No, but you can play GTA or uh, Saints Row the Third as a female. But yes, you that didn't all. They also didn't come out today, so we can't talk about that. Yeah, exactly. So uh, one of the first things that I want to talk about because I didn't play it, and I know that you really want me to play it, is Dead Space mm. Three. Yes, Dead Space Three. Now, I want you to play it because as a game. If you played Dead Space 3 by itself, you probably wouldn't think it was any good. But if you played it as part of the trilogy, as it's meant to be played, you would probably think this is quite a good game. And I'm going to make you play Dead Space when I see you in October. With the lights off. (laughs) Yeah, with the lights off. (laughs) And I know exactly the places where I'm just going to hand the controller to you and go, hey, you should play this now. Nothing's going to happen. Well, we can't play it with the lights off because then we can't stream it. Uh, well, we maybe we'll just put a like a uh, a little um, like flash, little flashlight underneath under my chin, like a ghost story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll do it that way. But it will be an experience because Dead Dead Space, the original game, is still 
the type of game that I actually need the lights on to play because I find it quite uh, horrifying. Yeah. And so you, pl- you played so one, two, and three. Yes. So, so I played one, two, uh, one and two in the lead up to three. Uh, so I played through them quite quickly. Uh, and then three came out. And a lot of people didn't like the direction that three took because it was more of an action style game than the first two. Mm-hmm. But as it stands, I would actually put Dead Space 3 uh, above Dead Space 2 as a game because there was quite a lot in it. I enjoyed Interesting. it. It played well. It played well, you know, for what it was, for what the game that it was, it was a good game. And I would, it's a game that I would keep in my collection that I wouldn't sell or give to somebody as a present. That's saying a lot about the game because there are very few games that I actually keep after I play them. Do you give them away as presents? I do sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah or if I can, if I can trade them in for something that'll, that kind of works too. But I usually only do that if I have like a few of them. That I'm at the same. <laughs> that I can trade in a bunch of them to get like one new thing, or <laughs> you know. And the cycle and continues. The cycle and continues. You wait. Yeah, but no, Dead Space Three. I liked the game. It, it was good, uh, and I did enjoy it. Well, that's that's good. <laughs> and I, I think I reviewed. What, I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did. Totally it did. Review. That was pre our food review system. Yeah, I was wondering. I put up a review today, and I was, like, trying to think to myself, what is an 8.5? What is that on the food scale? I don't remember exactly. Hmm. I think 8 is ribs. Oh, okay. (laughs) And 10 10 is steak wrapped in bacon. Exactly. Yeah, steak wrapped in bacon. Yes, and I apologize to any of our vegan followers, because I don't know what a 10 would be for you. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, so what did you what did you actually give Dead Space three? Uh, I think I might have given it a nine or a nine and a half. So just steak. Just steak. <laughs> not steak wrapped in bacon. No, that's reserved. Well, I've only ever given one game a perfect ten, and I'm not going to say what game it is because that's a spoiler. Ah, okay. Um. Moving along, did you actually play Aliens Colonial Marines? Nope. I only just finished watching the first two movies. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, I didn't play it either, I and just... I can't remember if like anybody else did. That's one of those games yeah. that everybody wanted to come out, and then I didn't even hear anything about it, like whether or not people really liked it. It sort of like showed up, and then when oh, I... Oh, no, it crashed. I cra- well, that's... It okay, crashed yeah, that's it. what I mean. It sort of like showed up, and then... And, and nothing. I think some, I think Sony, uh, it wasn't Sony, Sega, I think they had to apologize to people because it was that oh, bad. Geez. It was that big of a turd. It was that smelly of a turd that they actually had to apologize well, to people. Well, we should it was... add it to the to teapot. teapot. Um, we should. It might actually be the next one we play. <laughs> if, uh, if you all don't know what teapot is, it's Tash plays a turd. And, uh... Yes, it's a week we do on our Twitch uh <laughs> website, which is www.twitch.tv slash, is it forward slash? I think it's just, you know, the yeah, slash it's just the regular do. slash. Save game online. It's just the regular slash. <laughs> I don't know forward slash or backslash, but I'm sure you know what we're talking about. So visit that website, and every Wednesday and or Thursday, weekly, I will sit down <laughs> and play an absolute turd of a game. 
so that you guys don't have to. We're 12, by the way. Yes. And we've played, I've played, I've played two games so far. The first one was Lollipop Chainsaw, which is an absolute steaming pile of turd. And the second one was Two Worlds 2. Two Worlds 2 was an interesting one because it clearly by its name is a sequel. So it's like a number two, number one. Number two, number two, number two, two I believe is what you're number saying. Number two, number two, sorry. <laughs> yeah, number two, number two. Uh, and we were playing the Game of the Year edition of Two Worlds 2. Interestingly enough, Two Worlds 2 never won any Game of the Year accolades from any publication. I was going to say, I'm not sure you can so, just put that on here. Yeah, I don't know whose Game of the Year it was, like, but I guess it was... You know what? I'm just going to add president to my resume. I'm going to president of the United States. I'm going to put that on my resume, and people are going to hire me. Like, that's going to make them hire me. Oh, it was a game of the year. I'm not sure whose game of the year it was, but it was an absolute turd as well. Uh, But everybody should come along and watch that, because it is interesting to watch me play a turd. And even (laughs) if you don't like me, or you don't like me playing a turd, we do give giveaways. And I can say that every single person who watched us, or watched me play... Uh, Lollipop Chainsaw the first week got a copy of the game. <laughs> Which is so probably even not if you a great like... prize. <laughs> no, I'm sharing the turds. Alright, you, you have got to embrace the turd oh, and that's what I was doing. So yeah, even if you don't like me but you do like free stuff, you should still put up with me to get the free stuff. We're because there is ways. We like potty humor here. And we're not afraid to say it. No, um, but eventually Tash Plays a Turd is probably also going to turn into Tash Plays a Treasure, where I play good games, because I think my tolerance for playing shitty games is probably going to reach a period where I need to have a rest. Yeah, I think so as well. But You can only play so many bad games uh, before you're like, exactly. I need something else. To play. Moving on to things that are not turds. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Joe reviewed Bioshock Infinite for our site, and he, what did he give it, a 9.5, I think. Yep. Um, yes. And I played that game as well, and I would have given it probably a 9.5, I too. think you, you described it to me as the word sublime. Yes, it was. And um, it, just to take a quote, <laughs> Joe isn't on this podcast this week, uh, but just to quote him, um, Bioshock Infinite, a monumental achievement an instant classic which will easily take its place among the very best games of this generation. It is a game of sweeping scope, thrilling action, and compelling drama. Joe quite liked yeah, it. Yeah, he really, really did. Um, I liked it. I have not, I've and not I played it. Say, well, you need to. I know. You know what? That's one of those ones. I think I would enjoy watching somebody play that. Okay, well, when I see you in October, I will bring it and you can watch me play Because I've never been very good with the Bioshock first person. I would have preferred, like, if that game was third person, mm. I would be way more interested to play it. I mean, it is beautiful, and yeah. I, I want to see everything that it has to offer, but I think I kind of want to see it secondhand while I'm sitting drinking a drink. And Well, you can still experience what I think is one of the crowning achievements of the Bioshock Infinite uh, series, saga, or just Infinite as itself, which is the storytelling. So even well, yeah, if you are playing that's the game, why I would want to you'll watch still it. get that. And I mean, it's, it's an amazing game, and there was a lot of back and forward between people regarding the ending. And we won't we won't go into the ending or spoil it for anybody who hasn't played it. But there was a lot of discussion. It generated a lot of discussion uh, 
between people as to whether or not they liked the ending, whether or not they didn't like it. Uh, and I think regardless of the discussion that you generate, as long as you have people talking about your game and talking about characters that you've created, that's a successful mm-hmm. game. And people were really were getting in on the social forums. They were talking to one another about the yeah. ending, about the characters, and I was about what trying to avoid meant. all of it because I didn't want to be spoiled. Well, luckily, people see. Luckily, Save Game never ever spoils anything in our reviews, yeah. so we will never ever do a review where we say, "And that ending where so and so killed such and such, and that we discovered that they were sisters." <laughs> It's never ever going to happen. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. So, that's how Bioshock Infinite <laughs> ends. That's how Booker and Elizabeth Bioshock. figure out that they're sisters. Yeah. That is the name of exactly. the Booker, right? Booker, yes. 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 Um, uh, Troy Baker. <laughs> Troy Baker is his name. Who, who has become, Baker, who has become the, everything. The everything. <laughs> yeah. He's a fantastic voice actor. And he is. He's the new Nolan North. Yeah, and he's also. Oh, Nolan would probably be very upset that you said that. <laughs> I'm sure Nolan probably doesn't listen, but on the off chance that he does, he does. call us. <laughs> <laughs> Love to talk to you. Want to be your friend. I'm just putting it out there. Yep. Um, yep. But no, Bioshock Infinite was a very, very, very good game. Uh, and I I would urge anybody who hasn't played it to pick it up because now it's probably about half the price it was on release. Uh, and for a game that is that amazing and does so many things so well, it's worth picking it up, playing it, seeing how you like mm-hmm. it, and also to talk to us about the ending. Yes. Um, now, moving yeah. on. Next one that we can talk about. Let's talk about Tomb Raider, oh. shall we? Well... You know, I kind of yeah. want to have like we're we're doing we're going to be doing a podcast about Tomb Raider because it is just such an okay. amazing game that came out, and you have only just started playing it, right? I have only just started playing it. I appreciate it for what it is. However, and I don't want to sidetrack our discussion. I played it after I finished playing The Last of Us, and I think that has tainted my enjoyment of it because, to be quite honest, I have never played a game like The Last of Us before, and any game coming off the bat of The Last of Us is going to look poor in comparison. So, well, if we go back to Tomb Raider, I'm enjoying it. At all, because Tomb Raider is <laughs> amazing. enjoying it, but it's not The Last of Us. Yeah, it's not The Last of Us. I am going to play The Last of Us. I just, I haven't yet. I know that you have, which also, that came out, obviously, that came out in the first part of 2013, Captain Obvious Jen, uh, mm. <laughs> because you played it. Um, but yeah, yes. Tomb Raider was... We will talk about that more later, but it was just so satisfying. Like, just the whole of it. I just loved every... Well, I didn't love the first, like, hour and a half. That was brutal. Which I hear is, like, an across-the-board kind of feeling where really you're just watching Lara Croft get her ass kicked left and right. Yeah. Six different ways from Sunday or whatever. Um, Yes. Horrific. Um... And I felt bad. I felt like I'd failed her every single time I let her oh, die, awful. and then I had to watch her die. I know. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I will do better next time. I, I mean, I nearly, I nearly gave up. Like, I mm. sort of almost rage quit a couple of times because it was like I, it was hard, and I couldn't get through. Like, I was just getting frustrated on a lot of different things. But mm. again, we'll talk about that more later. Um, yes. I mean, I am enjoying it so far, and I'm probably only about maybe a third of the way mm-hmm. through. 
I do like it for what it is. Uh, however, it will probably never ever get a 10 out of 10 from me because I'm not a fan of uh, quick time events. Yeah, they're quite and there are. Um, and I, I mean, I just feel all the time that I'm being tested, and I don't like playing games where I feel like I'm being <laughs> tested. And the whole point of quick time events is to test you. But just making sure you're paying attention, Tash. Yeah, well, I, this is a problem. I can't put my controller down because all of a sudden somebody's trying to shove a shank in Lara's poor eyeball, and I miss it. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry about sorry. that, Lara. Was not on the ball for that. I was. Uh, you know, I was drink. You know what does not have quick time events? Um, Minecraft. <laughs> no, that's not. You know, Minecraft. I don't get Minecraft. I've never played Minecraft. I didn't think I was gonna get Minecraft, and then I started playing it, and like ten hours in, I went, "Hey, I think I like this game." <laughs> like, I yeah. sat and played it so for ten ridiculous. hours, just building things and mining for stuff. It is so relaxing, and the soundtrack is uh, absolutely amazing. I had to find it, and I listen to it all the time. It's so relaxing. If, if you yeah. have it on peaceful mode, and there's no monsters, or whatever, which I I play it without the monsters, because I just... You, you like, lose all of your stuff when you get killed. Sure. So you can have, sure. like, you could have spent hours collecting things, and then if you die... It just all, like, like it all gets knocked out of your inventory. So I guess you can go back and find the stuff that you dropped, but no. you're usually starting at a no. point, like, way far away, and because you've lost your map, you don't know where that is. And I don't like that sort of thing, because that makes me ragey and I like to play things to relax. So basically what I do when I play Minecraft is I mine things, I build things and that's about it. Yes. Like I make You structures. see, I thought that's what the point of the game was. I thought see, I'm coming from a perspective where I've never played Minecraft and all I'm going on is what I hear from other people. But I always thought Minecraft was a game about building things. Yeah, and now you're telling me there's monsters in there, and it's just totally there's changed monsters, my viewpoint. There's monsters, and I feel like there is an actual kind of quest line, like an overarching quest line <laughs> or something, but it's very vague, and I don't know. It's something about opening up a portal to the nether world, or I I have no idea because I'm never gonna get there. <laughs> opening up portals, man. Portals get you into so much trouble. If we've learned People learned nothing from Oblivion. Learn nothing from Portal <laughs> or Half Two. <laughs> People just need to stay away from the portal. I was surprised to see Minecraft in this list of. For some reason, I feel like it was has just been out for years. Well, it has been, hasn't it, on the PC, and then they released it on the Xbox. Yeah, and I guess I guess I was just thinking, like because I only recently got into it, I just thought like it had always been on the 360. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. I'm just late getting into this. No, it was. There it is, brand new. Um, yep. Wow, newer than Bioshock Infinite. Mm-hmm. Mm. There you go. So, you played Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, right? And I can't, I can't with that name. Revengeance. I can't. Yes. I cannot. What is it? Revenge and Vengeance? You know, I guess. <laughs> 
it just reminds me of that chick from Mean Girls who was trying to get fetch to happen. Stop and everybody was talking about Stop trying to make fetch happen. That that's the the, the video game equivalent is revenge. I will never understand his genius, I guess. I mean either. Like... It, he has a very core group of people who follow him and they're obsessed. And obsessed in a good way because they're very passionate and you know hats off to them for that. But f- from my perspective I got into Metal Gear. I played the first Metal Gear, and that was it for me. I just the, the ship sailed, and I lost all sense of what was going on. And really, with Kojima games, if you miss one, it, you've got no idea what's happening. Yeah. It's not like Bold and the Beautiful, where you just miss a whole two and a half years, and you can come <laughs> back to it, and everybody's doing the same thing. You know, everybody's doing the same thing. People are making same faces. Same person. Oh, look. Brooke and Ridge are together. Yep, you know they were doing that two and a half. And it's ago. always no. Like, it's always the name Brooke or Rich or yeah. Rick or something. Thorn and like knife. I don't know. They're named after inanimate objects. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Anyway. I played Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. And you did not and give it, it a very okay. good review. It was an okay game, but it didn't do anything special to me. And to be quite honest, I got uh, carpal tunnel syndrome almost from mashing the crap out of buttons because I didn't really know what I was doing. <laughs> so fight scenes would happen and I would be, hit all the buttons and hope that something happened and that I hit the right button at the right time and that was fight scenes yeah. for me. And they, were, and they had very expansive vistas and it was a very lovely looking game uh, and you know I can see if you had the history there that you would totally get into it because there was a lot going on. But when you don't understand what's going on, you don't really know how to play the game, and you're just mindlessly hitting buttons, that's never going to score yeah. well. Um, I think in your review, and I have it in front of me because I thought it was an interesting quote, does it, does it reach the critically acclaimed lofty heights of its predecessors? Simply put, no, it does not. <laughs> I didn't really. I mean, I think that was like... <laughs> the first thing you said in the interview. Like, basically, I'm already just telling you this is not that great. Yeah. I, I don't want there to be a spoiler and somebody read my review and right at the end they're like, oh, she didn't like this game. Okay. No, you I didn't finish say. it, right? Like, you got to the last... Yeah. I got to a point in a game where I physically couldn't finish it because the game wasn't... Uh, it wasn't registering that I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. Right. And then I rage quit. And then, and then I, I was quit. like, I'm not game now. <sighs> I hate having to rage I mean, quit. Yeah, well, I didn't really rage quit. I more apathy quit. <laughs> Why am I eh. spending so much time on this? Ugh, I think I'll just yeah. go get a pizza or something. Pretty hmm. much. I wasn't angry at the game. I was just nonplussed. <laughs> um, another thing we heard, we were hearing a lot of buzz about, and then it came out and sort of seemed... I think it got decent reviews. Is uh, Fuse? Oh yeah. yeah. And then uh, Jennifer played it for us and reviewed it. And the Jen who is not the Jen who is not me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I can I just uh, use this time to say we're always looking for new people to contribute to Save Game. However, we have two Jens now. So if your name is Jennifer or Jen, watch <laughs> uh, our quota. And <laughs> I'm sorry. But sadly, uh, we've, we hit, can't our, we've hit our limit. So basically, if you were born anywhere between 1975 and 1985, your name might be Jennifer. So, 
Sorry. So sorry. Yeah, we've we've hit our limit. If you want to go by like J or something, we might be able to do that. But well, we can't even do that because we've got Joe. We've got a lot of J's. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she she that, didn't like. Well, I think she gave it like a seven point five or something. And, 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 yeah. Know, so like she she enjoyed it. But it yeah, like... I think her. I think her. Well, I think her bugbear was it didn't live up to the expectations. Yeah. Uh, and what she played previously was good, uh, but wasn't really reflected in the final game. And you know, this is. I mean, aside from not being able to plop down. 60 to 80 dollars for a game every month um mm. this is one of the reasons that i like to wait to play cool games because there's so much hype and there's so much marketing and a lot of the marketing is just so bad and just really mm. badly done and um and you know i think a lot of people play these games thinking that it's going to be something and then it's totally something else which might be great except they're expecting something totally different Yes, video game marketing is a fickle beast because you want yeah. to get excited about the game <laughs> releasing and you want it to do well, but then you don't want to get too excited that when you play it, even if it's a good game, you're still disappointed because you built yourself up so highly that nothing would ever yeah. appease you. That's like I played Alan Wake so much like just mm. recently because I had originally not gotten it because it was released on the same day as Red Dead Redemption, which I think was like a huge mistake you know, on their part, mm. and I think that was part of why they didn't do as well as they should have, because honestly, it's it's the better game, like, than, than Red Dead. Even though Red Dead was amazing. Um, yes. Uh, Alan Wake is a video game equivalent of Firefly. Yeah. <laughs> That's Which an excellent way to put it. It. It, was, it, was a, it was a hit with people who got it, but mainstream people don't hear about it until you find somebody who really enjoyed it and gets you hooked Yeah, to it. exactly. And I'm hooked to it. I love that game. But it did not come out in 2013, so we can't really talk about it anymore. Yeah, stop talking about it. I'm sorry, Jen. I know I'm wasting time on the past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to look to the future. Um, yes. So what else came um, out? Remember Me came out. Yeah, I don't remember that. Boomtish. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that See was another I one. I'm, but that's another one that I'm I'm interested to play still, even though I feel like it didn't really do well or as well mm. as everybody was anticipating. Well, see, it's a game that I wouldn't mind playing, but I have a limit to how much I'm going to spend before I play it. Right. And that limit is around 25 to $35. Exactly. So once it hits that price point, I will totally buy in and, and see what it's yeah. like. But I'm not willing to pay $90 for yeah. it. And I think that's what Tomb Raider was for me too. I like because I don't. I did not like the way that that was marketed when it mm. when it uh, first was like coming out. And so honestly, mm. I didn't even think about playing it. I was like, meh, that's gonna. I'm not. I'm not interested. And then people started saying, oh, Yeah, it's crap, actually really it's good. Yeah. So that's yeah. when I picked it up, and I was like, okay, let's try this, because you know it was people mm. that I trusted, <laughs> my trusted circle of. Um, avid, critical-thinking gamers <laughs> that mm. really enjoyed it. Um, mm. So, yeah, I would like to play Remember Me, but it's just it's not high on my list to do. Um, but it's definitely mm. one of those ones, yeah. like, yeah, I'll play it. I'll pick it up. I'm, I will probably mm. also, at some point, pick up Fuse, because I think it mm. sounds 
pretty interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And I say because it's a it's a new IP from Insomniac Games who did Resistance. Yeah, and I like them. The PlayStation, and, and you know they're quite good at storytelling. Yes. So and they have set it up. They have set up the few series so that they can continue to release sequels. Mm-hmm. So it will be interesting to see. Yeah. And so we come to unless you have something else you would like yeah, to talk so I about. I do have a game that I would like to talk about, and it will probably be a game once you've played it and once Joe play, has played it uh, that we will have a, yes. a a single podcast for, which is The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Because I can say, uh, and I'm about to post my review up on Save Game, so by the time people listen to this, it'll be up, and you really should read it. Cause will it's... it be relatively spoiler-free, so I can read it? Yes, and... okay. it is totally spo- It will be. It is totally spoiler-free. We free. don't really do spoilers. Um, <laughs> no, we don't. Well, I just don't think it's fair. Yeah. And I know some video game websites who have done spoilers in the title of a review. That's just... And I just... That's just mean. On the day that it's released. Well, I just think it's poor form, and we'll never do that. Yeah. But getting back to The Last of Us, I don't want to sound like a massive fangirl or that, you know, I just absolutely love this game, yeah. but I absolutely love this game. And it's a game that I think a lot of people looked at the marketing for it and they looked at the backstory for it and they went, eh, another zombie game, pass. And I feel very sorry for those people and I think it's a shame because the game itself, the best way that I can describe it is that it is a game that has monsters in it, but it is not a game about monsters. And see, I... It's a game... It's a game that shows the duality of the human condition and it does it in such a sublime way that by the end of the time that you spe- like that you spend with this game you will forever remember things that have happened and it generates so much discussion it, it makes you question things that happen in the game and question things about the characters the way that uh, Naughty Dog has crafted the game is just there's no words it's amazing yeah and i uh when it was first marketed, I actually really liked the way that it was marketed because they didn't really tell you... They didn't tell you anything for a really long time. They just showed a little bit of, like, early gameplay. And so everybody was kind of thinking, oh, this must be a post-apocalyptic zombie thing. Mm. But the they were fighting people, like, in the game. It was just, mm. like, people. And we didn't know at that point what we know about, like, who those people were or what was going on. But at that point, I was like, but that, they, those aren't, like, those people don't even look, look, like, infected by any kind of zombie virus or whatever. Like, so I'm interested to see. Mm. Plus, the, the early stuff that they showed was in Pittsburgh, and I grew up in Pittsburgh. So I was really like, oh, my God, oh Pittsburgh. My God. Your Pittsburgh, as it's in the game, is a bleak the whole game is bleak. The whole game is harrowing. It's it's a nasty world and a really hopeless world as well. Oh, it sounds like yet, I'm going to feel good after playing this. <laughs> I think you will because of what happens, and I don't want to spoil it, but it's a bleak... And I think this is this is a wonderful thing that Naughty Dog has done because it shows the duality. It's, there's hopelessness, and yet there's innocence in there. And the combination of the two, the way that they're able to actually weave them together is really quite an experience. So I would recommend, I mean, anybody. I I say to anybody who hasn't played The Last of Us, you need to go out and play it. Play this game. If you don't have a PlayStation 3, buy a PlayStation 3 just to play this (laughs) game. It's, It's an amazing game. And it's the game when people say to me, 
why do you why are you a video gamer why do you play games i would say to them go and play the last of us and then you will understand why i play video games mm. and i don't i mean I, I will i will put it out there and say i didn't even say that about mass effect because yeah. the Mass Effect series is an amazing series, but you need all three games. You can't pick a Mass Effect, a game out of Mass Effect, Mass Effect 2 or Mass Effect 3 and go, play this game and you'll understand why I play video games. But with The Last of Us, it is a totally inclusive experience in that one game that you can actually point to it and go, that's the game that I will recommend to everybody. I like that. Well, so, so that's now I have to get it, like, tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. If if I if I if it was possible for me to send you like five hundred copies of this game to ensure that you got one, <laughs> I think you would only like need I to just send threw... like one. <laughs> but I yeah. could you know give I, them to all but... my five hundred friends. Yeah, I don't have five hundred friends yeah. like in my real life. We do. <laughs> but uh, yes, go and play it tomorrow, Jen. Okay. I know I know I got you hooked. I've I know I've got you hooked on Dead Zone. <laughs> on Dead Zone? But oh yeah, on. yeah. I can't wait yeah. to get back to that. Actually, that's a. I'm <laughs> I knew you would like, be I'm, able I've to... been clearing a giant thing of rubble. <laughs> if yeah. just a quick side note, if you don't know what that game is, The Last Stand, Dead Zone. It's a free-to-play, um, kind of strategy, flash-based, flash-based building, mm. uh, game, and it, it is it is quite interesting and surprisingly fun so hmm. free yeah I mean, it's free. free like play it i mean i'm sure that there's microtransactions if you want them but i don't think you really need them as you said no you don't you don't yeah. need them so so you know that's another one and i don't know that probably came out this year <laughs> right did that just come out i think it's been out for a while hmm. okay well we just got into there's it. a whole <laughs> yeah we got into it because of packs yeah Oh my god, there's another siren. I'm sorry, everybody. I swear I don't live no. in... Like... You live in Pittsburgh in The Last of Us. I guess. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You will understand when you play The Last of Us. People say, oh, I just got to Pittsburgh, and everybody who's played The Last of Us will go, oh. Because <laughs> it is full on when you hit Pittsburgh in The Last it's of Us. It's full on, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so un- unless you have something else that you want to discuss that that came out i think i think that pretty much wraps it up for the first half of the year yeah that that's that's it for me awesome that's it for me too these are the ones that we have played or or know what we have or somebody has played and reviewed on our site um ones we loved ones that were a little meh and uh yeah and you know the rest of them that were that were released we either didn't have any interest in or you know like i, I don't I didn't play like SimCity yep. or, or Deadly Premonition, the director's cut, or you know any any of that. That's stuff. Gonna, be a, that's gonna be a teapot. That also going to be a teapot. Deadly Premonition. Yes. <laughs> and what was the other one? Dead Island Riptide. Yep. Teapots. Teapots. But you don't know if we're talking about turd or treasure. Exactly. <laughs> you will have to tune in and find out. Yep. And maybe win some free mm-hmm. stuff. So there you go. All right. So thank you, everybody, for listening in. And if you have ideas for uh, a podcast that you would like to hear, you can 
tweet at us at, at SaveGameOnline, or you can send us an email. I think that I think it's just what is it? Podcast, Podcast. at SaveGameOnline. Um, They're pretty simple at SaveGameOnline. Yeah, Online. we like to keep things easy to remember, even though I apparently don't. Yeah. So we'll just say goodbye. Okay. Until next goodbye time. Goodbye until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yes. Bye-bye. <laughs>